Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. What worries me about the end is that I'll do something and commit to living like it's the end and then it's not mm. and I just like killed my neighbor Y2K now you got a you got a dead body and a bunch of corn in your basement and you're like alright <laughs> god damn it <laughs> I guess I'll go back to telling jokes about my girlfriend yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a dead body on the floor I'm like so can I still play Acme <laughs> oh boy <laughs> gonna have to cancel at the house of comedy oh man Because you gotta have diamonds and pearls, whether you're a boy or a girl. Mm. Welcome to another <laughs> phenomenal episode, little mamas and Gentiles alike, of My Mama Told Me. The podcast where we dive deep, deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories. And we finally work to prove that the prayer Dion Warwick said, mm. the little prayer for you, was in fact about her niece, Whitney Houston, she saw it coming the whole time. God I'm David Boyd. Damn. The 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 fortune teller, Dion Warwick. Come on. Amongst many other things, a talented she wears a individual. Lot of hats. She wears a lot of hats, some of them real silly, because she was a <laughs> a fortune teller of sorts, and you're saying that she could see the future. She knew what was going on. And see that Whitney would eventually become a woman struggling with cocaine addiction. She knew it was gonna be tough on Neppy. Here's my question. Well, I'm Langston Kerman, and I'm listening. He is Langston Kerman. <laughs> How do you feel about fortune telling? Uh, I believe, and I, I think I've I've said this maybe on the podcast before. I believe that if you start fucking with that shit, you're opening up a world of problems that I don't want to ever explore. Yeah. You keep knocking on the devil's door. Somebody gonna answer. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not brave enough. I would say to to be one of those people who's like, ghosts ain't real. The fortune telling that ain't that shit ain't true. Like right. I I don't know if it's real or if it's not real. But I know if I start fucking with it, then I'm gonna start seeing some shit that I don't want to see when I'm laying in bed at night. Yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah, where are you? Ah, sometimes I think maybe I need more devil. Mm. That you you want to welcome the devil into your home. You know, I think you got to try stuff. Okay. You don't feel like you've tried? I feel like I... Okay. 
I, and I don't mean this in a shaming way, <laughs> but more than most of my friends, I would say you're you're a person who's who's tried a little bit of everything. I think that's a nice way to say it. Yeah, yeah. I think you're a man who's dabbled in all of uh, good fortune and bad fortune. I've had my offered. fingers in a lot of pots. Yeah, and so you don't think that that was enough to to get the devil? I never. Maybe I just never have had a direct what I felt like was, was a direct encounter. Right. You had that, but you told us that ghost story. Yeah. I don't think that was the devil, though. I think that ghosts are different than the devil. Okay. You don't associate ghosts with the devil. Not particularly. They kind of feel, I feel like they're like, ghosts are like, like uh, they've gone rogue. You know what I'm saying? Like they're doing their own thing. Like the devil can't even fuck with them. No, no, no. (laughs) They have a score to settle and it's on them. Yeah. He doesn't even know where they're at. They're not checking in. Yeah. He's like, they were supposed to be in hell three weeks ago. Yeah. And meanwhile, they're up here in some little kid's room. What's what's that uh, Nicolas Cage movie where he... I like how you do it with a soft C. N- what? Nicolas Cage? It sounds like you said Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that Nicolas Cage fella? Uh, Nicolas Cage doesn't... Didn't he... He was uh, that uh, Marvel man whose head is on fire. Oh, he- oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, what is his name? Hell Rider. He's a he's a, he's a bicyclist. Daddy bike. Daddy daddy <laughs> daddy horns. Daddy bike. fire bike. Horn biker. Yeah, I I don't remember his name. In Ghost movie. Rider. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. He, it's a shit film, obviously. It's very bad. Yeah, and and Nicolas Cage was very bad in it. But yeah, he did not do a good job. But by your suggestion, it sounds like ghosts for you are closer to yeah. Ghost Rider than they are to servants of the devil. Yeah. Also, my thing about the devil is people talk about the devil doing stuff to them. Nobody ever talks about it being bad to be an actual servant of the devil. So here's... You know what I'm saying? Like, as a job, yeah. Nobody's people are like, oh, the devil did this to me. He got me. But it, you never hear anybody like, I work for the devil, and it's kind of great. He's a fun boss. Kind of great. <laughs> 401k, you know what I'm saying? You can stick something in people's butts. My, yeah. pr- my kids got braces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my thing is that I've always felt, and, and this I think goes in line with both devil and ghost, that in the case of possession, I I Nine don't want to— I don't want to be possessed because it's nine-tenths of the law. But should I be possessed, I'm not fighting it. I am embracing it. That's what you would have to do. I don't want to be fucking bending backwards and throwing up green. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I want to fucking just be cool inside my own body with a little devil hanging out in there. And I think that part of the reason their eyes get all crazy and they, ah, they're trying to fight it. They're trying to fight it. And you just got to let the devil do what the devil does. See, that's crazy. I always thought the devil goes into you. And then you're like, it's like you're sleeping or something. Yeah. Like, I thought they were not conscious of that at all. Because as a kid, that was the thing I was the most afraid of, was the idea of being possessed. But but why are they acting all crazy if that's just... D- d- because the demon wants to scare the other people. Sure. It's not to scare you. It's to show other people, like, look what I could do. Yeah, but but I would say that there are other ways you could scare a motherfucker as a demon besides making me shit out of my mouth. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you could just show up. You just have a gun and be like, I'm going to fucking shoot all of you. I mean, or you could just be a demon. Yeah, you just. That'd be scary. Yeah. In the house? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you know you can just do some shit you yeah. know I don't know how yeah. to do. Yeah, you could just show yourself to <laughs> You just watch me moonwalking. You're like, that nigga's possessed. <laughs> he ain't never did that before. He can't do it. He can't do that. Man. Yeah. I forgot where we were going. Well, I don't know that we're going anywhere. We never are going anywhere. We we are here today in studio. In live. You're fucking here. You 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 came all the way from Denver because we had a very special guest and now That's we just it, get y'all. to hang out. We got Terry Crews on. Terry Crews finally week. came. <laughs> and it didn't go well. No, no, no. I, I snuffed her. <laughs> Bro, what if, if I beat up Terry Crews, you'd never be able to talk to me again. Me? No, I like I would just my ego. Oh, you're saying you wouldn't allow people to talk to you. My ego would go crazy. I'll be honest, I'd keep calling every yeah, day. Yeah, no, yeah, we could still hang out. I no, it's not even that I I it's obviously I would want to hang out, but I just would want you to know how much I'm impressed by oh, you. Oh yeah, like I be. think if you beat up Terry Crews, it would become a uh, uh, 
inappropriate relationship between us because I'd be too, <laughs> I'd be too big a fan. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you would admire my work too much. Yeah, it's like we can't be co-hosts anymore no, because I'm no. too fucking impressed. Because I've elevated because I put that dude down. Yeah, you fucking you fucking sniped him. Yeah, which I, is, oh, I would have to. I would sneak him. That's the only way this would. Because let's be honest, for real. That's a big motherfucker. He would beat the shit out of me. That's a big And that would be a tough L for me. He's like, be- if Terry Crews hears this and he beats my ass yeah. soon, it's going to be, I'm going to have to go underground for a minute. Yeah, I like, mean. I'll be the support of the little mamas to lift me up. That was always my problem with the way that Chris Rock handled getting slapped was like, uh, of, of course you're going to lose this fight to Will Smith. Yeah. There's there's never been a doubt from anyone who's who's watched, looked at the two of you standing next to each other, who's going to win this fight. Make it funny, man. Scream. Yeah. Fall ah. down. <laughs> say, he's killing me. He's fucking killing Like, you have to play this big <laughs> yeah. and make it silly. And instead, he tried to be a man. And it's I thought like, fighting scared your mom. Yeah, it's like, no, it's you fucking, yeah, yeah you got to fucking. Yeah, no, you be, can't just like. I, I would have been running around that room being like, Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep, did you see what he did to me? That's like, I would have fucking eroded the evening. Because listen, different dudes are playing different games. If you're trying to do the game of I could beat everybody up, that's like, you run out of that real quick. Some of us are just funny lovers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like. Some of us just make you laugh and eat you out. Yeah. And that's, and that's, and that's uh, thank God for us, I would go as far I would say as more that. valuable than than those who punch you in the head. Come on, in the wintertime? You want some guy who's going to punch you in the head? No. You want a guy who's going to eat that pusher? <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's going to talk like that after he eats it. I'm going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> We we have a conspiracy today. This is a uh, I would say one of my own cooking. This is a homegrown yeah, conspiracy is, theory. I have bit. been thinking about this quite a bit, and I ran it past you, and you you seemed interested. You seemed open. I just like to hang out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we can get some sandwiches after this. Yeah. I think we're gonna get some sandwiches, but before we do, uh, we landed on and you you picked the the verbiage. I think it's beautiful words that you. that you chose, but you said my mama told me. White people cooking has outro feed. And I think that I, I'm in wholeheartedly. Yeah. Because they are fucking shit up. Yeah, it's not. Oh, my God. What are they on the internet? You guys are out here looking crazy. Yeah, there, there are those videos that have become very popular of black people and you show we talked about one person in particular but there are shout I think out to Super Ray shout out to Super Ray but I think there are a bunch of examples of it of black people watching white people cook weird meals where it's oh, like yeah. a lot of like ground beef then with cheese then with like pudding and it's like what the fuck and somehow y'all? they make it into a jello mold and you're like this is Fucked up. This is a sin, and then you watch a skinny white woman eat it, and and you're like like, smiling, or just like she puts like chicken in the microwave. You know what I mean? Yeah, to cook it, not just to like reheat it or to like put a finishing brown on it. Like to fully be like, no, this is cooked now. And it's like, when did this happen? When did you stop? When did you stop being able to feed yourself? Yeah, it's a really crazy. It's fucking nuts. It's odd because that's like one thing every group has. Food. Everybody likes to cook. It's I, it's truly the root of all culture. Yeah. It's just being like, well, our, our, we are connected because we have these foods and we eat them this way. And white it, people are sort of like, nah, we don't. No, no, no. No collective. Do you think it's like there's also a disconnect to like in America? Because I think white people abroad can cook. Yeah, okay. I think this is an American thing. I, w- I would say select abroad, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, nobody wants Scandinavian food. No, or fucking British food is yeah, so bad. beans on bread. Suck my dick. You I know will, what I mean? Yeah, I will say, though, I had that English breakfast, and it was kind of good. Ah, uh, man. I'm sorry, man. I, you want me to uh, lie to you? Look, I'm, I'm sorry. not in charge of the pad, but you got to clear All clear right, the air a I'm little sorry. bit. That's You're fucking ugly. Up. You're disgusting. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. Give me $200. And that was the right button to press. I, I think you right. you picked the right one. I know it was. Yeah, no, I don't I don't eat that shit. But Have you ever tried it? I have. Yeah. And you were, uh, I was right. like, "No, nah, I've I like 
I like regular breakfast. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, listen, I just it was it surprised me as well. Okay. I but that being said, yeah, I I do think foreign I think they can cook whatever I think there might be a disconnect mm-hmm. from food and processing and all that. Like they've just been maybe eating microwave meals for so long or something. It's crazy. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. We're calling upon you. Because uh, we have we have new merch. We have very exciting merch that we are now selling, and it's it's fucking great. We love it so much. It's sleek. It's mm-hmm. sexy. Come on, you want to tell them what we have? Yeah, we have three different types of hats, which is really fun. We have a two tone hat, an alien dad hat, the traditional logo in black and khaki. Then we have the enamel pin with the alien who has a kufi on it. Says my mama told me. And then we have T-shirts that say "Proud Little Mama," which is who you are. Yeah, you can buy the merch now. Go to mymamatoldme.merchcentral.com, where you can see all of our merch. You can buy, ship, and we want you to have all the sweet stuff. So get it. Let's talk a little bit about where this conspiracy came from for me. That, like, originally what got me thinking about it is that I have noticed that a fair amount of the things that we associate with quality black foods are not necessarily black. And that I think that there was probably a transition in the period where black people started to get more rights, right? That the the the, the sit-ins are over, we're allowed to eat at every restaurant. And then suddenly white people are noticing that they're having to cook pretty good meals for people that they fucking hate. And I think <laughs> somewhere in that, they were like, I'm not seasoning shit. for these motherfuckers I don't like. I'm not going to keep putting my best foot forward. My great-grandmother didn't come to Poland for me to make some mutton for these darkies. Yeah, I'm not serving this black motherfucker my my favorite dish. Come on. Fuck you. (laughs) I'm a boiled chicken, and you'll eat it that way, or I won't serve it at all. And I think that that has somehow sort of blossomed Right. into now a cultural sort of like identity where where white people are like yeah we don't we don't try that hard with our food but i mean here's the thing is that i think that the foods that they're made i think they think that stuff is good online at least you know you yes Yes, I think they think think it's good. I think they enjoy the cuisine. But I think that that's more the product of a generation that doesn't know what, like, they don't know they was kings once type shit. Whoa. Do you know what I'm saying? That, like, white people, we (laughs) talked about this, Uh, biscuits and gravy, while it is 
it, in my mind, a food that I associate with black people, it's not really black people. It's Southern. Right. right you know what right, I mean? Right, it's right, like right. Southern in the in the universal sense, in yeah. the royal Southern. And, and it became black people because we just have continued to fine tune quality cooking. Whereas they were like, I don't know, motherfucker. We ain't, we ain't trying no more. Well, do you wonder also if it's... Uh, this is hard because I also wonder how much of it is like regionally. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Sure. I trust everyone in, in no offense. I trust everyone in the South to cook better than everyone in the Midwest. I think it's fair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. I think if we're talking regions that are bad at cooking, it goes Midwest is the worst. You think Midwest is the worst? At cooking. Whoa. I'm sorry, Chicago. Is this hurting your feelings? Hey, it's not making me feel better. That's yeah. <laughs> I mean, you guys also have Nebraska and Iowa. There's a lot of the mid there's a lot in the Midwest. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm listening. So I'm I, I, listen, I'm not refuting as much as I am reeling from the the aches and pains you're throwing my way. I'm sorry for sure. This. I think I think and this is also from touring as a stand up comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Food wise, I think Midwest is the worst. Mm-hmm. I think the West Coast is next. Yeah. I think then you got the Northeast. Then you got the South. So South is best. Yeah. Northeast is second. West Coast is third. And what Midwest is the worst. Where do you because Northeast is a surprise for me, given given what we're tracing in terms of like culture. Why would Northeast fa- fall so high or low, depending on how you want to scale it on the Just list? Just the amount. Just the amount, the diversity, like yeah, the Midwest is there's not a huge diversity in food, like like no, there is yeah. in like New York City or even Philly or you know what I mean, like right. all these places. There's like a lot of different. Forms. It's more homogenous groups of people, sort of like living in in small pockets. Right, 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 yeah. right, 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 right. So. Yeah, I think it's just diversity-wise, that's why it goes high up. And mm. I think the West Coast is just like, listen, they invented health food and it's very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, the West Coast, I, I factor in less because I think they pride themselves more. We pride ourselves. I don't know what the fuck I'm yeah, what you with. I don't identify with this shit. I just live here. But That's true. I get that. I, I think... California and certainly like the coast in general seems to pride itself more on like, uh, we know what is right for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very pretentious about it. Are 100% certain that this is the best tasting thing. It's more like, yeah, but if you eat that, you'll you'll live another five years. If you eat it the other way, it's your choice. And I mean, don't get me wrong. There's huge inclusions. California got the avocado popping. That was crazy. That was crazy. That was big, big on you. That yeah, was a yeah. good one. It wasn't, avocado wasn't doing that kind of work when I was a kid. Nobody even knew about it. <laughs> I was a little freak for loving guacamole. Yeah, a freak, yeah, yeah. I tell you. You think they had guacamole? Did they have guacamole in Chicago in 94? Yeah, we had it, but it it wasn't. It wasn't popping like that. No, 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 no. Avocado had a renaissance. Avocado really found itself. Brussels sprouts really found themselves. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Broccoli's in sort of a a, a nice little revolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I do think to some extent this does feel regional, but I do also think that there is sort of a universal white people can't cook. That okay. does get applied, whether true or not, whether true or not, gets applied uh, sort of across all regions. And I wonder how much of that is rooted in them voluntarily choosing to stop applying themselves at cooking as a result of us getting equal rights. You think like once everybody, I mean, it does feel like when there's so many options. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you make your British food when it's like equal rights? Now black people got restaurants and we're giving them to the Chinese. And that's that's actually an interesting interpretation of it, too, because in some ways they are no longer cooking their cultural food. Like if we if so many of the people of this country, as they claim, are descendants of the original people of this country, or the fake original people of this country. I don't know what you're saying. I'm lost. I'm, I'm saying that if a bunch of people are like descendants of the people who came here 
oh, as yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know the colonists that they were right then you should be putting beans on bread and you should be fucking eating little thick sausages and but you shit. like but you like little caesars you like you little want caesars. a hot and ready yeah, you yeah. little dirty bitch <laughs> you want a, you want some taco bell yeah you like everybody else's shit but y'all shit yeah 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 and maybe that's what happened it was like because it's like I know a lot of white women who claim to make great enchiladas. Mm. That's a big one they love. Mm. And you don't believe them? No, I don't even like enchiladas. Yeah, I'm not as big of a fan as I always think I could be. No, it's just wet and bad. Like, yeah. I love wet food. Don't get me wrong. I'm a big fan of wet food. Come on. Hey, Come I like on. a lot of things wet. <laughs> Come on, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I have a girlfriend. She's great. Uh, I got a wife. She's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's lovely. Yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah, she's okay. I, I just, I also think that because here's the other, here's the other thing about white people's cooking, they do dare. It is daring. It's just not in a good way. Mm. Like, have you ever had that? My uh, girl was telling me about this, like sweet rice salad thing that they do sweet rice salad it's like sweet rice and then like almonds and it's dumb yeah no i've never had that (laughs) 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 yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna take a firm uh, no on that one it's like but it's like big swings it's just not done well and i i think sometimes there's like a lack of attention to detail Mm -hmm. like a lot of times when i'll watch like these like uh white lady tiktoks or something it's like there's like a lack of the base knowledge of cooking. Oh. And that's why it's just bad, where it's just like, heat the pan up. Well, you know, <laughs> like whatever. Well, let me ask you this, because this this is actually a pretty curious question for me. Where do you fall when it comes to sort of like the the Michelin star, the 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 restaurants that are treated with like sort of like revered these places that are you're being told are the best food in the world and it's obviously a white person right. number one rating them but number two oftentimes making these dishes do you do you hold them in high regard or are you like no nah, I don't give a fuck about none of that I'm open to it because I think I think that some of them are very good right mm-hmm. like I had some food in a yurt the other day okay we went to a yurt and it was fire and it was like it's like this restaurant that they said supposedly was like up for a michelin star but it's not quite in denver so they didn't it's like sort of in aurora yeah we went to this yurt it was really good food right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but i also was in the bahamas (laughs) (laughs) and uh i need to i need to quit cutting and looking at camera that's a weird no movie. that's okay I think you that's, too? yeah I, I think so oh, but okay. maybe not as much as you but yeah it's like different i'm like not at home i have shoes on this is a whole different it's okay to serve it to camera we're here they're on, here let's me. yeah come on and but then uh like a week later i was in the bahamas and i had food from a smoke shack mm-hmm, on mm-hmm, the side mm-hmm. of a beach and it was equally as good to me yeah so it's like I I give space for the higher brow, the Michelin star stuff, but I don't. That's not solely where I'm going to find. Because sometimes it's like sometimes with food, like in fancy restaurants, I feel like it's complicated more than it's good. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like oh, they had to do thirty things to cook that, but it didn't come together as good as like that quesadilla I had across town. I also and I I this is where I think I stand firmest as it relates to food is I don't care how good the meal is if I don't feel satisfied afterwards. That, like, part of what a good meal to me is is you filled my tummy all the way to the brim. (laughs) But a lot of times you go to these fancy restaurants and shit, and, like, it. yes, it was a great-tasting item that you offered me, but I'm still hungry, so I don't like you no more. That's fair. You know what you I mean? Angry. Yeah, you're a hangry guy. You you fucking you giving me blue balls of the tum tum. Yeah, know? I, don't, I don't like that. Hangry, hangry hippos. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I get that. I I mean, there is something to be said for just a big like bowl of stew or some shit. Come on, dog. You go to some of these restaurants and and, and look, I get it. The Midwest don't do a lot great, 
but we we serve you the portions you, you deserve. That's fair. <laughs> you will get full as you a ain't bitch. walking away. That's a good point. With your tummy growling at the local eatery in the Midwest. And I do like Midwestern food. I love a beef. Mm-hmm. Dip it, flip it. Come on, man. Smack it up. Rub it down. <laughs> oh no. I <laughs> yeah, I just like I, I think it's unfair when, you know, you, you pay money and, and are expecting a quality meal and you have what is a delightful tasting uh, experience, yeah. but not a filling experience. And I would argue that if you cannot fill me up, then you can't cook that good. God damn. Yeah, I, I'm I'm taking big swings, baby. All right, all right. <laughs> well, I think, but also there is a level of what I've, Okay, I will say this. When I go to one of those fancy restaurants with a richer person mm-hmm, mm-hmm, who doesn't mm-hmm. mind buying enough to get us full, yeah, that's a good time. That is true. I mean, we're going to lunch after this. Yeah, I believe it's on Big Money Players. Uh, that's what they said, but but we'll we'll confirm when the episode's over. Let's just say I'm getting three apps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need the octopus, Olivia. <laughs> I don't know why it's steeple. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try the pheasant. <laughs> yeah. What is this, a risotto? <laughs> is that a girl risotto? That's cool. Yeah, that's, ris- that's a risotto for, for girls. <laughs> <laughs> Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today we're calling upon you because uh we have we have new merch we have very exciting merch that we are now selling and it's it's fucking great we love it so much it's sleek it's Mm -hmm. sexy come on you want to tell them what we have yeah we have three different types of hats which is really fun we have a two-tone hat an alien dad hat, the traditional logo in black and khaki. Then we have the enamel pin with the alien who has a kufi on it, says, my mama told me. And then we have t-shirts that say, proud little mama, which is who you are. Yeah, you can buy the merch now. Go to mymamatoldme.merchcentral.com where you can see all of our merch. You can buy, ship, and we want you to have all the sweet stuff. So get it. Yeah, I, I think you're probably right that it's it's more about being able to order more of it. Yeah. But I also think that, like, and I'm truly speaking for myself, I'm not a great cook. I know that about myself. Really? Yeah. But do you... Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Because if I put my mind to it, I can be very good. That's my problem. What you're saying. Like, I, I'm not... I won't try. Right, right. But if I try, I, I whatever I actually put some elbow into is good. I, I won't. I'm not making shit by any means, but I just don't have the energy 
the the internal yearning to like work for an hour on a thing that I then eat in ten minutes. Right, I understand. That. Like it's, I can't process it. Do well. you make like man meals a lot? Well, you have a family though. I got a nice lady who does it for me. Oh, and then she I, does all the like a. I like, do all the cleaning. She does all the wife? cooking. Oh, yeah, you, yeah. your, your wife. Yeah, Wait. my wife. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. No, I don't have like a. <laughs> do you really think I'm I'm rolling in the dough like that? I don't. I don't have a. I know that in my head, I've seen. I don't know why I think you're rich. Are you not? It's okay. I don't think so. I. You're doing, I I'm you're doing two, fine. Two yeah. Income household though. Yeah, we have a two income household. Yeah. We do pretty well, but okay. but uh, a lady who like truly cooks for you, a chef is I don't know the prices. That's a different that's a step above where okay. you know I, I mean? also do okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I make a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Not like a lot like a black people a lot of money. Cool, big man. Uh, <laughs> But I, I say all that to say I know that if I were making a small portion of something, I could make it very well. Do you know what I mean? That like yeah. it's the increasing of the quantity that makes it more complicated, which is why catering is so fucking tough. It's why like when you go to fucking college campuses and you're eating like those at the trays and trays of food that they put yeah. out for the buffets while the eggs are ass and the grits are runny and all the shit. Like if you go to Golden Corral. It's ass because it's not because the dude in the back doesn't know how to make good food. It's because he has to make the most food. Yeah. And yeah. that's really, really hard. That and being I, said, I just went to a Golden Corral about a month ago. It was hidden? Still hidden. Okay. Still yeah. Hidden. Nah, I, also, you know there's still alcohol in there? At Golden Corral? Which is crazy. I didn't know they could do that. They're selling alcohol in the Golden Corral. I, I'll be honest, the la I've I'm I was a old country buffet boy. Right. As of growing up. That was our signature restaurant. I right. think it's probably regional. It's a Midwest. It's uh it's called different things. Some places it's called hometown buffet. Yeah. Some places it's called country buffet. Yeah. Old country. But it is I think it's all the same. I think they're cousins. They they're have the same font. Checkers, rallies. Yeah, come yeah, and go. Yeah. What's the other one? Yeah. Loaf and Jug. The rest. <laughs> Tom Thumb. It's all the same. Point being, I remember <laughs> I, my relationship to all of that food is so childlike that, like, I remember them, like, hot-ass cinnamon buns they used to have in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I used to fucking love those, and that, yeah. that was enough reason to like that place. Yeah, yeah. Soda I, fountain. I never knew if they served al alcohol. I just presumed they couldn't because I was a kid. I don't think they did. Because it's like, I, I was thinking about it. It's a bad call. You don't give liquor to those kinds of people. There's not one place I would rather be drunk less than a buffet, bro. Like so sad, bro. You just gave you just gave him sick shrimp. <laughs> you can't wash that down with tequila. Oh God! Oh, tequila in the buffet is That's so fucking crazy. And I just like I think that that could turn dark so fast. This ham has been under this light for for hours. Yeah, because, like, you almost need to be sober at a buffet to show some restraint. You got to know like, what you have you're no, doing. Now you're drunk in there? Come on. Come on. I'm dipping my <laughs> I'm dipping my shrimp in fucking soft serve? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you're putting salad dressing on your Chinese food? Yeah, it's like, like who, it's... Hey, man, you're being crazy. It's fucked up. I'm like... <laughs> I, I feel the same way. I feel I'm the opposite of integration when it comes to, like... Like cuisines. Yeah, you got it. I feel like the the buffet has to be where prohibition sort of maintains. Yeah, it's not good. You but Golden Corral got it. Yeah, you can't get drunk at Golden Corral. You should not do that. If you are a person who still frequents Golden Corral, that's okay. Yeah. No judgment. We we are a judgment free podcast. That's not true. But Langston's judging you pretty hard. Judging you pretty hard. But that said, more importantly, if you are going to the Golden Corral, stay sober, baby. Yeah, you don't want to. It's just not for you. That's that's not a low you need to sink to. Just, nah, you're better than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you think it sounds like that this conspiracy of white people atrophying is less about a, a conscious choice yeah. on their part and more just sort of, what would you say the cause is? I think the market got in got flooded with superior prod product. Mm. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, that they were always making these weird Frito pies. And and now we just know better. Yeah, and now in now the internet, you can learn how to make anything. Like, they're not, you know? Mm. They're just like, yeah, let me... Uh, everybody can make curry now. Everybody can make curry. My mom was making curry back in 95. Whoa. That was back when curry was illegal. Yeah. They stop you at the airport if yeah. you had curry in your bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting pulled over, Miss Ma'am. It's the first person I ever saw with coconut milk. <laughs> Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. didn't really get it. I didn't know that coconuts could be milked. No, no, no. Can not- you milk me, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I, the whole thing. <sighs> there was doo-doo feces thrown all over the walls, the floor, the ceiling, and it stunk so bad. That's just a good reset. <laughs> yeah, no, you had to clean, yeah. clean the house a little bit. Anyways. Yeah, so it sounds like you're you're of the belief that this is more about like the a superior product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say that that when we were talking about this out there, the idea was presented that some of this has to do with white people's laziness. That was what um, a white person said. Yeah, and and I, I let's be cautious. Let's be careful. Let's tread lightly. Let's make sure that our white listeners don't feel offended by the things that we're saying. Well, I don't know if we'll go that far. <laughs> we want to hurt you, but we don't want to hurt you with our setups. We want to hurt you with our punch. Lines. We want to push you far enough away that you'll still give your money to support us. You know, like an abusive relationship. We love you. <laughs> and we'll never do it again. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, it's just because you make me so mad sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no that's that if you are being abused call a hotline yeah, 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 yeah. Something. Get unless, out uh, unless you're a white person being abused by us yeah then, then stay right here <laughs> give me money <laughs> but no it was presented that that perhaps the cause of white people atrophying as as chefs and cooks in general is a result of them just being lazy that they have accepted a position of of sort of like being served in society and that they are unwilling to adjust that thinking even as they continue to make bullshit out in the world i think that's a little too simple Mm -hmm. i think that that maybe that idea is kind of based more in white supremacy than i want it to be Mm. you know what i mean like we're on top so we just didn't we just stopped trying it's like i think it's more i think there's more going on than that Right, that like it it suggests a possibility that like you, they are in fact kings and queens. Yeah, as opposed to maybe they're just people who are fucking up. Right, you know what I'm saying? Flawed. Like the lazy thing kind of is like, yep, we we got on top and now we're lazy and we just, eh. yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I mean? As opposed, sure. so back. that that there's not a problem with them. They don't have to answer for that. Mm. You know what I mean? That's fair. We have seen certainly historically enough examples of both the rich and the poor being bad at cooking. Right. Do you know what I mean? In different ways. Yeah, in very different ways. So it does does make sense that, you know what I mean? And that's true of all races, I would say. Yeah. That like sometimes there is a dangerous propaganda of like black people can cook, white people can't. Right. And that's not true. I know a lot of black motherfuckers that can't cook for shit. Well, you said it. <laughs> I just think, on average, black people cook. Better. I enjoy black people's food a lot more than I enjoy white people's food. Yes, you're struggling. To get no, to that I'm just yes. trying to think about because I I have definitely known some white people who can really cook. Throw down, but I think yeah, if we're talking about on just like on the whole, the numbers, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I wonder. Yeah, that is interesting. Because it's always crazy to me when you meet, like, a whole family who can't cook. You ever go over to, like, those kids' house when you were a kid, and you're like, is this what your mom is? Yeah, yeah, You just, you got to live like this? <laughs> you eat this shit every day? Yeah. Every day. I, I'll be honest. Uh, I, I mean this. Uh, I, I, want, I mean it genuinely. My father, one of my favorite dishes that he used to make when I was a kid was something called tomato chicken. And it was just... God uh, damn it. <laughs> 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 and it was just 
It was just a fucking like a weird like uh, chicken breast in a skillet with like tomatoes like out of the can. Yeah, and he would just like mix it up and lightly season. And I'd be like, just fucking yeah, this is the best. And in retrospect, it wasn't good. You just like chicken. I like chicken and I like tomatoes. And I was like, yeah. these, these are two things I care for. That's quite a, a bit. single dad ass meal too. Yeah, he was. He was well, Langston, <laughs> nice, we're, we're having we're having tomato chicken tonight. It's tomato chicken night. <laughs> really, Papa? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's almost like you were there. It, <laughs> You truly captured our voices perfectly. <laughs> yeah, that's how I figured. I met your dad. He's a real nice guy. <laughs> yeah, he was making this shit tomato chicken, and I loved it. I, I get and it. And I don't Listen, think it was good. He's got his weird little boy who loves poetry. He doesn't know what to feed him. Yeah, he's like, I, I got to make a meal fast. <laughs> yeah, so that there's got to can... be some vegetables in it, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Tomatoes, onion, chicken. Yeah, yeah tomato chicken. Tomato I, chicken. I, and I thought it was the fucking best, and now in retrospect, it wasn't the best. And... Does your dad still make tomato chicken? I bet he does. We we don't we don't have meals at at his house anymore. When you going back? Yeah, no, we we don't. You go to restaurants. I've never asked him to cook for me ever again, and I don't think he's never been like you know. I've been working on the tomato chicken. I got a new recipe, right. so yeah, it's just I think we're all in agreement that like that that was the act of a of a man just trying to keep it together for for a boy. Hey, but you know what, tomato chicken, you wouldn't be who you are. Now, without that tomato chicken. I think the tomato chicken really helped shape me into a, a stronger individual. And, and it's hilarious. And I think maybe if we were bring this full circle, maybe that's what white people would benefit from. It's a little bit of full acknowledgement that, like, you have been eating tomato chicken this whole time. Right. You it's guys never are, been that good. It's never been that good. Stop giving yourself stars for yeah. fucking award-winning meals just because but, I mean, one Michelin dude in your... But, I mean, stars is all over the world, though. But that's what but I mean. But I would argue, I bet there's a lot less in Africa in South America than everyone. Dog, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Who is Michelin? It's the tire company. And who's giving out this you know what I mean? A it's big old company, a big right? old fluffy white man is giving out those those awards. Is he who, is he who decides? Yeah. They send the fat, they send the fat blimp guy yeah. to be like. The man, he's not a blimp. He's made out of tires. He's a bunch of tires yeah. with a sash. Stacked like, on top of him. Coming to this French restaurant. Yeah, and he's like, it's pretty good. <laughs> you know what? You get a star. <laughs> wait, wait. Is he French? I don't think so. I don't know. Is Michelin a French name? I don't know. <laughs> I've never studied them at all. But the point is, I think we would benefit. French food is for poor people. French food is for poor people, but now they act like it's fancy food. Yeah, it's all just like butter and sauce and stuff. Yeah, it's just they they put a bunch of butter and then they pour the butter on top of the the thing they're cooking until it's. I mean, that's how I make steaks, and it's amazing. No, it's French food is fucking great. We should make them get a steaks after this. Come on, man, we having steaks, y'all. Hey, on Will Ferrell. On Will, Dirty Dog Ferrell, Big Willie style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just think white people would benefit from being more honest about their relationship with their own food. Right. And then subsequently, maybe we can become, they can learn to become better cooks. They can right. learn to actually embrace the cultures around them by first acknowledging like, hey, we've been putting up shit numbers we've this been whole putting, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your yeah. mom's casserole is kind of bad. It's not. Frito pie ain't a thing, y'all. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wipe your lips so you know. Yeah, there you go. We were talking be, like I, that for like Well, years. it was very recently How that long? it happened. Cause I ate that fucking bagel. <laughs> I was just, I was hungry. The carbs. I, I don't want you to look like a fool. No, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's just, I had some nuts, and then I was like, I need more food. Yeah, no. That's and then real. you had made that nut joke, which made me kind of like hesitant to eat more nuts and stuff. <laughs> it was. Well, I only made the joke because you screamed out loud. Screamed. I joke. love nuts. <laughs> I do love nuts, and you shouldn't feel bad about that. It's very healthy. Now we listen. I am a product of my own community. He's a tomato chicken man. I'm a tomato chicken man through and through. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how long we've been doing this. Feels like hours. I, I feel like we did it. I think yeah, it feels good. I think we nailed this perfectly. Yeah. No notes no whatsoever. Notes. 10 out of 10. You want to tell the people where they can find you and what cool shit you have going on? Cool guy jokes 87 on Instagram. That's where everything's going to be at. Oh, when this comes out, you should watch Royal Crackers. 
on Adult Swim and then HBO Max the next day. Mm, hell yeah. Yeah, that's good. Max. Max. Oh, it's just Max. It's just Max now. Mad Max. Mm-hmm. Mad Max TV. What about you? Uh, you can find me at Langston Kerman on all social media platforms. And if this comes out before February 19th, I would love for you to be at uh, my special taping in Chicago at the Green Mill. Uh, the the tickets are available online. And, yeah, I'm going to be be telling jokes for an hour. And it's going to be really fun. And, and I hope you guys will, will pack it out and make it a, a great time. And as always, if you want to send us your own drops, your own conspiracies, if you want to send us a recipe of your mother's famous uh, bullshit white food that you think, in fact, is worth celebrating. Send it all to mymamapod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. That's the whole shebang. Bye, bitch. I'd rather check myself before I wreck myself. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.